Hello world, I'm Rochelle Indra, a life coach here to teach you the shit they should have taught us in school but didn't. Our society has a vested interest in keeping you stuck and unhappy so that you will try to buy your way out of it. But that's where I come in. I'm here to teach you how to give them all the middle finger. Week by week, I'll share bite-sized strategies on tackling overwhelm, onboarding good habits, creating boundaries, and actionable steps to rewire your brain to actually work for you instead of against you. It is summer. Yes, yes, it is summer. And if you were watching this on YouTube, please don't notice that I am wearing a sweater because it's summer. Yeah, 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 summer. By the time you hear this, I will be jet lagged in Belfast, Ireland, but I will be enjoying the fact that it is summer. And we're so glad I didn't become a singer. Sorry about all that. But it is summer. And if you have been following this podcast for the last two seasons, or at least this season, you know that I will be coming on here and talking about the seasons because they're so important. And because I believe that our life goes according to the seasons. And we talked about hibernation. That was really the first one that we talked about what it was like for me to hibernate and what it is to go in in winter. And then we looked at spring and what is it that we want to be planting in spring that we then can enjoy in the summer. And so here we are in summer. It's summer. Okay, no, I promise I will stop doing that. But it is. It's summer. It is the time for abundance. It is a time to reap the rewards of what we have worked on all year. Fall is about shedding away the things that aren't serving us. It's about perhaps shedding away some of the drinking, some of the fun, some of the sun that we've done in summer. And it is about then going into winter and hibernation and going into ourselves and learning and and researching searching and feeling the feelings when you can't go outside, we go inside, right? That is what winter is about. It's about changing dynamics, changing paradigms, changing relationships, changing patterns and hobbies. And then spring is about saying, okay, I learned so much in winter that I now want to plant seeds for what do I want? I peeled back. I pulled out all the weeds. I pulled out all the things that I don't want. What are the things that I do want? And so spring was really about planting those things, getting ready with those things for what do I want? I mean, I was just even doing this in a small way in spending spring planting what I was going to be doing when I was in Europe this summer. Also, Sean and I were doing a lot of planning around the retreat that we're going to be doing together in Bend, Oregon in fall. So there's a lot of planning. I started my IG subscription and getting that going for the, for the uh, summer. There's so much that I was planting in my business and in my personal life for spring. And I hope that you are doing that too, because now it's summer. And it is time to reap those rewards. It's time for abundance. It's time for enjoyment. For most of us, if you live in this hemisphere that I am in, you are experiencing summer and warmer weather. And a lot of people take vacations and take trips and take time off. And there are more parties and there's just more of everything. And there is time and space for us to enjoy that. So often we are trying to curb things. And I'm not saying you should do everything to excess all the time, but everything should be done in moderation, including moderation. 
So what is it that you are reaping the rewards of? What was it that you planted in spring? And maybe you didn't plant in spring. Maybe you were like me and somewhat of the universe planted you in spring. The universe said, nah, back off, bitch. I'm planting you here. I'm covering you in dirt. You don't even can see the light. You don't know what's happening, but you will start to grow. And maybe that is what happened. Maybe you were planted in spring. You didn't do the work, but the work did you, right? Maybe that is what happened. And now summer is coming along. And so often, especially when things are going well, we don't take the time to look at ourselves, to look at what is going well. Believe you me, one of the reasons why I take summer off when I can is because clients always feel like, oh, summer, my life is so perfect. My life is so wonderful. The sunshine is out. Things are so great that I have clients, you know, cancel in the summer or they miss because they're traveling or they just simply forget because they're so excited, enjoying life that I have so few clients in summer and people want breaks in summer that I just thought, okay, let's do this. Let's take a break in summer. I will go enjoy. You will go enjoy. And then believe me, when fall comes, people's kids start going back to school. The weather starts to change. People are like, please, Rochelle, can I get back in with you? Please, can I get in for one-on-one coaching? People start really leaning into joining the membership because it's like, oh my God, especially because when we start thinking about all the New Year's resolutions that we made that maybe we haven't done anything about so far and fall comes and we're like, okay, we really want to hit the ground running. So that is a big one for people joining the group coaching, which we love, people joining that. So yeah, so that's some some things that start to happen. But that is not yet. Let's not get there yet. Yet now is summer. And when things are going really great, as I said, people are like, I don't need a life coach. My life is perfect. Great. Wonderful. Take that break. But make sure that you are noticing, even when things are good, noticing what is going on in your life. You know me, I'm always wanting you to notice what's happening. And so notice the abundance. Notice the joy. Notice the bigness. Is it about summer that you are enjoying? What is it about what you planted in spring that you are now allowing yourself to enjoy? And if you're sitting here saying, oh my gosh, this is not my life, Rochelle. I am not enjoying the things for the summer. I am not doing that. Why? Why are you not enjoying? Why are you not letting that happen? Why are you not taking advantage of a time in the year where you get to have abundance? where you get to have more, where you get to have excess. So often we are restraining ourselves in our lives. We are holding back, whether because we think we're supposed to or because of fear, fear of going after what we want, fear of enjoyment, right? We don't even realize how often we are afraid of the good things. We are afraid of enjoyment. We are afraid of indulgence. You're afraid of being happy. So if you were one of those people that's like, eh, summer doesn't mean that much to me. Summer doesn't really change things for me. It doesn't necessarily have to be summer, but are you giving yourself a time in your life to take a break, especially if you're an American? My God, if you are an American or you live in America, we are so about the grind. We are so about the pushing. We are so about the achieving. We are so about the busy. Can you give yourself time to not do those things, to be a child again, to be free again, to be in fun again, in relaxation? 
oh my gosh, I, you know, I went to Hawaii in April and how often I couldn't get myself to relax and just enjoy the sunshine and enjoy the ocean and enjoy being with my mother. I mean, oh God, you know, mothers, but you know, <laughs> we survived and we had a good time. But I mean, I was laying by the pool and I was like, you know what? I could just lay here and read a book or listen to my podcast, or I could walk in the pool and enjoy the sunshine, but also get a workout at the same time. Also get some resistance with the water as I work and just two birds with one stone. And then I had to stop myself and say, nope, you multitask all the time. You own your own business. You are doing 50 things at once. Plus, I live alone. So I am taking care of absolutely everything when it comes to my household. I'm doing a lot all the time. It's okay to rest. And I will tell you this right now. Big Sister Rochelle says, it is okay to rest. Are you resting? Are you giving yourself permission and a place to rest because society will not champion you resting. So we do what we call guilty rest, which isn't rest at all. We try to force ourselves to rest. Okay, I'm going to, I'm going to rest right now. Mm, I'm resting. I'm resting. But really you're fidgeting. You're looking around. You're thinking about the other things you should be doing. You could be doing the things that you will be doing when you're not doing this motherfucking rest thing anymore that you're making yourself do or Auntie Rochelle told you you needed to do and you're going to do all those things or you're planning. Ooh, you're scheming. You're thinking of all these things. So you're like kind of resting, but also not letting your brain rest at the same time. Like, okay. Cause I do this to myself. So you're not the one. I'm letting my body rest, but I'm letting my brain solve world hunger and I almost have the cure for cancer. And if I just sit here and let my body rest and think a little bit longer then I could just, no, no, that is not resting. And society doesn't want you to rest. Society doesn't want you to take care of yourself and to take breaks, even though the human body needs it. I mean, it makes us go to sleep at night for six to 10 hours. Because it needs rest. It needs time to rejuvenate. But we need that during the day too. We need time to let the body be at rest, to let the nervous system be at rest, to let the mind be at rest. Are you giving yourself that? You do not give yourself rest after you accomplish something. Rest is not a reward. It is an imperative. It is something you need to do every day. Yeah, I know, but I, mm-mm. yeah, but my kids, uh, nope. But if I don't, uh-uh, you need to be resting. And society doesn't want you to rest because if you rest, you are not making somebody else money. That's why we champion as a society being busy. Because if you stay busy and you stay productive, then somebody further up the food chain makes money off of you not resting. So society will never champion you resting. Have you ever noticed when we talk about self-care? Fuck, don't even get me started on the way society talks about self-care. Self-care is always about buying something. Have you noticed that? It's always about buying something. Oh, girlfriend, you deserve self-care. You should buy yourself a new dress. You should paint your nails. You should get your hair done. You should get new makeup. You should buy podcasts on how to meditate better. You should buy this thing that's going to teach you how to do this. It's going to teach you how to do self-care. It's 
always about buying. It's always about making people more money by being productive or spending. Fuck that. Fuck society. Rest. You deserve it for just existing. And summer is the time that reminds us we get to rest. You should be doing it every day. You should be doing it all year long. I know so many of you are not. You're lucky I'm not knocking at your window, showing up at your house. Hey, girl. Hey, it's Auntie Rochelle. Are you resting? You're very lucky that I don't have the time to do that. Why? Because I'm staying busy. Just kidding. Because I'm resting. I don't have time to stalk you because I'm resting. And so I'm not saying you should only rest in summer, but summer is a great time to remind us. Just as Christmas is a great time, whether you believe in religious things and blah, 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 all that Hallmark bullshit, but it's a good time to remind us to be with family, to be with friends, to find magic, to find joy all year round, the magic of Christmas all year round. But it does give us that reminder. It's that talisman we need of that reminder of, oh yes, we can do this more often. That's why people love Christmas, because it gives them that reminder, oh yeah, we can believe in magic and friendship and family and being together and community. Summer reminds us we get to rest. We get to enjoy our life. And it doesn't have to cost anything. Rest doesn't cost anything. Love and laughter and fun and sun don't cost anything. Sure, maybe you like to do things in the summer that do cost things. That is fine too, but it doesn't have to. So much of our life costs something, right? Every single thing that we do seems to cost something, but enjoyment, summer, fun, family, friendship, rest costs us nothing. And this is the time to remind our nervous system of that. And to remind our nervous system to enjoy the things that we have been percolating on, that we have been working towards, that we have been doing. Because so often we just push and push and push and the next thing and the next thing. And our ego moves the goalpost. You know, if you're trying to lose weight, it does the like, oh, but if I just lost 10 pounds. Well, if I, now I got the 10 pounds, but if I just lost five more, if I just lost two more, if I just, and it just keeps moving that damn goalpost harder and harder. Summer reminds us that we don't always needing, need to go to the next and the next, that we can enjoy the moment, enjoy the now, enjoy the presence of what is happening in this moment and of all the work we've been doing all year. Fall, winter, spring, we've done a lot of work. Most of us have not rested. We've been working. We've been doing the things. Now is the time to enjoy and to look at those things and say, man, I did the things. I worked on all that. I did my inner work. I looked for those relationships. I mended those situations. I started a hobby. I started online dating. I started that business. I started changing that pattern. I onboarded that habit. I onboarded that hobby. How beautiful that is. Now go out and enjoy it. Enjoy those things that you have worked so hard for. Rest in that. 
you deserve that. There's a great old story that I'm going to get wrong, but you're welcome. I'm going to try it anyways. Probably should have researched it before, but what the hell? Here we go. And it's a man who is laying on in a hammock on a beach, and he's got a few fish by his side. And a friend comes along and says, what are you doing? He says, I'm resting. And the friend says, yeah, but if you kept working, you could have more fish. He said, but I, but I have these fish here. Yeah, yeah, I know you have those fish, but you could have more fish if you didn't rest. And if you just kept fishing, you could have more. And the man in the hammock said, okay, but what would, I, what would I do with those more fish? And he said, well, you could sell them. You could sell them down at the street. You have enough for your family here, but if you had more, you could sell them and then you would have money. And he said, okay, well, what would I, what would I do with all that money. So, well, then you could buy another boat and you could hire someone to fish on that boat for you. And then you could go out further, right? Because you're just fishing from shore. But if you had a boat, you could fish or you could hire somebody to fish out further. And then you could have more fish. Well, what would I do with those more fish? Well, then you'd have more money and then you could sell even more fish at the market and you could have a whole stand. You could even hire somebody to work at the stand so that you didn't have to work at the stand so that you could get another boat that could go out even further, hold more fish, have bigger nets. And then you would be able to, like I said, and then I would be able to what? I would have employees, I would have more boats, I would have bigger boats, I had better boats, and I would have more money, and then what could I do with that? And the guy says, you could, oh, you could rest. And the guy in the hammock says, yeah, yeah, I could rest. I could do what I am doing right now. I could sit in this hammock on this beach with just enough fish that I need and I could rest and I could enjoy my life and I could do that every day or I could fish and fish and fish and fish and fish for the next 20 years so that when I'm old and gray, I could do what I am doing right now. I didn't get that story perfect, but I think you understand. I think of that story often. I think of it often as an entrepreneur, I think of that often as a business owner, that I could always, always be doing more. And how often I don't even appreciate the things that happen. I don't even appreciate what's going on. I mean, I remember when I had 300 followers on TikTok and I just thought, oh my God, I have it all. This is amazing. And I remember the first time a hundred people watched one of my videos and I just thought that is it. It couldn't get better than this. This is amazing. And I was so joyful. And then I got jaded because we do that. I got jaded. And now I'm like, ugh, fuck, this video isn't working. If I don't have a thousand views in the first half hour, I'm like, ah, shit, this one isn't working. Bullshit. We get jaded. We keep thinking more and more and more is better. And instead, I have to stop myself and say, a thousand people, watch this. And hopefully a thousand people enjoyed it, right? Five people watched a video. These are five people that enjoyed it, I hope, right? I'm out here hoping that I make a difference in people's lives and whether it is two people or it is 200,000 people. Each one is important. 
and we can get so jaded. And the ego just says more and more and bigger and bigger. Oh, you have 350,000, but you don't have 500,000. When I get to 500,000, my ego will say, oh, but you don't have a million. You should keep going, striving, try, try. And we have to stop and take a moment to celebrate how far we've come. We celebrate now how many people I'm able to help in all these different ways and relax and not always be making content and not always be out there and just enjoying the success that I have built because if I don't enjoy it, I'm going to burn out. And that is something that we don't talk enough about. If you can burn out of anything, you can burn out of anything, anything that you love, anything that is your passion. You can burn out of people if you don't appreciate them enough. If you don't appreciate the situation, if you're not in the moments truly with those people, with those things, with those situations. Every time I start to burn out on making content or burn out on, you know, working with clients or burn out on, I've stopped and appreciate the moment, the people, how far I've come, what I'm doing, that I'm living my passion, that I'm living my dream, and that I need to rest and I need to take breaks. This is what Europe is for me. It is a time to take a break that I give and give and give and give for nine months of the year to everybody else, which is great and wonderful, and I love it, and it is my sole fucking purpose for being on this planet. I always like to say, sex is something that I do for myself, but my content that I give out is what I do for other people. My dad doesn't appreciate when I say that at dinner. He's like, ah, Jesus, we're eating, Rochelle. But... <laughs> it is true. I give all nine months of the year and then I don't want to burn out. I love what I fucking do so goddamn much. I don't want to burn out. So I take those three months off and I often go to countries where I don't even speak the language because I love to just be able to sit in a crowded restaurant, cafe, outside bar and just sit and not be needed and not have to do anything, be anything, feel anything, be thinking about content in my mind, be thinking about clients in my mind, be thinking about the next step and just simply rest. Rest and give myself time to do my own work because I spend nine months helping people do their work. And it is so wonderful and so joyful and can be so addictive to help other people that do we stop and make sure that we are doing something for ourselves. I do this all the time where I don't take in the books I read or the podcasts or the meditations that I do or any number of the things that I am doing for myself because I immediately go to, oh, and how can I help somebody else with this? Oh, what, how could I do a TikTok on this? Oh, how could I do a podcast on this? How can I, oh my God, this thing that just came in for me, I, I can share it with my client. I can help my client. Oh, that's great information for my client. And I need to just stop and rest and go enjoy my life and do things for me. And yeah, eventually, maybe some of those things will help other people and that's wonderful, but I've got to be selfish and I've got to go and enjoy my things and do my work, and spend that time in quiet for myself. And you know quiet is something that I sometimes struggle with. But I need that time to do that so that I can be rejuvenated to come back and help other people. 
And I have this summer of just go, go, go and do all these things. And some, some of it's wonderful and gluttonous and amazing and the food and the culture and the art and the sex and the people. And it's so wonderful. And I also am then spending time do, diving down and doing that deep inner work. And I'm doing it all in summer. And then I am processing it in fall and winter. And that is that cycle, right, that I talk about with, you know, so many people, I I don't drink, but so many people drink to an excess in the summer and there's no judgment there. They party to the excess, they be in the sun and get sunburnt to the excess and we do all these things in excess and then fall comes and we strip away those things that, okay, that was great for a while, but now I need to really buckle down. I need to let go of some of those things that were fun then and aren't serving me. And that is fine. But allowing yourself to have that excess, that enjoyment to live the life that then you are going to process later. Like I said, I spend summer living the life that then I spend fall and winter really processing, really grokking in. I hope it's not like last time where I have to sit for two months on my couch and just exist. I'm hoping to take better care of myself this time, onboard better tools for that. But I guarantee you I will be processing that and I will be bringing it to you guys. I will be bringing that process to you guys. And some of it I will be sharing on that uh, the subscription on IG. Some of it I will be sharing on TikToks and some of it in the membership. But a lot of it I am going to have to keep to myself and really look at and mull over and enjoy and feel and think about. And some of it I will never share, right? Because those are just things for me. But that fall will be about processing. The winter will be about processing. But the summer is about doing and living and being. And I hope to God it is that for you too this summer. So please go out, rest, live in joy, live in abundance, live in excess to the best of your ability and make sure that you're making time for you. Love you guys. Have a wonderful day. Are you somebody who identifies as female and you have been procrastinating on doing your work? You've been procrastinating on doing the things that you know you need to do to make yourself happier, to bring yourself more joy and more fulfillment in your life. And you keep saying, yeah, but I'll do that when the kids are older or I'll do it when I get to this place in my career. I'll do it when my husband and I are in the right place. I'll do it when future, future, future. The time is now. Think about joining the sisterhood group coaching that I do. It is a way to stay accountable to yourself, a place to take that deep breath for yourself in the month, to reorient your brain back onto focusing on you, which is where it deserves to actually be, and to do it in a community of women that are doing the same thing. Look forward to seeing you.